0: Kramer and Jess. On demand. demand. Here's the morning show highlight clip of the day. Do you feel a little crazy doing it? It's about to go down. Perfect. We want to know everything. Dish. It's talk me out of it, please.
1: With Kramer and Jess.
0: Mix 106.5.
1: Listeners reach out to us when they're considering doing something kind of crazy and we let them know, hey, this is an awesome idea or it's terrible. And we, along with you, have to talk them out of it. We have Anonymous on
2: The Voice Disguiser this morning. Hello, Anonymous. Good morning. All right. So what is this quote-unquote crazy idea?
3: I think I need to break up my boss's engagement because I'm in love with him.
2: Oh. oh. No. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Together in unison. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Well, how how did it how? how
3: we get here? Yeah. Well, um, I've been working at this job for a while now and... I have this boss that I've basically had feelings for for a really long time, but I have never really brought it up because he's my boss, Mm -hmm. obviously, and I don't want to, you know, cause me waves. But about a year ago, he started dating this woman, and I started feeling, you know, really weird and just, I guess I didn't expect to feel as, I don't know, I guess kind of heartbroken as I did. Yeah. And... Yeah, so it, it just really affected me and I, I it just I really didn't expect that. Mm. Um, but they were kind of on and off again, so I didn't see it as super serious. But then two weeks ago, he comes into the office and is engaged. And I, I feel like my heart just sank. So I guess the situation is um, I feel like I would be doing myself a disservice if I didn't Tell him how I felt, and I—I I feel like, what if he feels the same way? And we've, you know, we've been so close, and like I—I felt the same vibes that I feel like I'm giving up, and I don't know. I—I I feel like I should risk it, and I should just tell him how I feel.
1: Has everything always been appropriate, or has anything crossed the line?
3: Nothing's ever crossed the line. Um, mm. Just because you know he's my boss, and I—I'm assuming he just doesn't want to. Get himself in guess, trouble. Yeah, get himself in trouble at work and or anything like that. Yeah.
2: Uh, so you wait. You think the only reason why he hasn't hasn't pursued you is because of the job?
1: Honestly, yeah. <laughs> but why now? Like, why did why do you, why did you wait for him to ask someone else to marry him for you to want to say something now?
3: Well, I guess I just didn't ex- I didn't expect to feel the way I felt mm-hmm. so strongly. Mm-hmm.
2: But I guess also I didn't expect this particular relationship that he's in to end up being like a marriage. Okay. All right. Well, let's get the phone call started. 410-583-1065. So Anonymous is saying, I'm just now realizing that I'm in love with my boss. And I don't know, now that he's engaged, should I say something to him because... If I don't, like, am I missing out on what could potentially be the love of my life? I mean, is that fair? Uh, yeah. 410-583-1065. Jess?
1: I don't know if it's the right thing to break up someone's engagement. Because I almost feel, and I, and I don't want to disregard your feelings. I think I'm trying to look at it from his perspective. Like, if he was in love with somebody else, would he propose to the person that he's with now. Yeah. You know, I think that's the only red flag for me where I don't want you to put yourself out there and potentially lose your job and mess everything up. I thought
2: thing. you'd be the romantic one on this one. You're usually the one that's like, go for love. Uh, yeah, go for love,
1: <laughs> but don't break up somebody else's love. Like, I think I'm, that just kind of makes me, and again, it's like you guys are, you know, you guys are work friends and you say that you didn't think it was that serious, but like, but I think it's it's a little tricky there.
2: Yeah, so I completely agree. Actually, I, I'm, I'll i double down on what Jess said, which is he absolutely would not have proposed to his now fiancé if he was feeling something with you.
3: I don't think. Mm. I don't
2: think he would have, you know?
3: But, but what if he's just settling because we work together and he doesn't want to risk my job or get I'll,
2: in trouble? I'll, I mean, I'll play your side. I'll, I'll play your side and see what people say. I mean, what if? 410-583-1065. All right, so what do we do? Do we tell Anonymous to go for it, to, like, say something to your boss before it's too late, or do we do we talk her out of it? Hey, Caleb from Parkville. Good morning. Do we tell her to go for it or talk her out of it?
0: Talk her out of it. And why? Because she sounds like a selfish homewrecker (laughs) because (laughs) she's had these feelings for him and she wanted to keep it quiet, but now all of a sudden she finds out that he's engaged and it's suddenly, oh, I have to tell him he's happy, he's in love with somebody else. I think she's jealous and heartbroken. And she's kinda of running with her emotions right now. I
1: don't think she's in love with him. Can we also uh-huh. do we also wonder if it took him getting engaged where sometimes like when you're a kid you're like you don't want a toy until somebody else has the toy? Oh. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't I'm let me
2: defend her for a second. I think that any of us and I've never been in this situation before, but like if you're in love with someone, that especially that is your superior, there has gotta be a lot on the line before you come out and you're honest about that. But when I think that maybe you see potentially the love of your life slipping through your fingers, mm-hmm. I think it can kind of snap you into reality real quick of like, oh my God, this person, you know, you may have this idea of like one day we may be together and then this and that. And then, so this, this honestly would be her last chance.
1: I just feel like if she uh, was in love with him, he on his own should have been enough. It shouldn't have to take him with someone else to make him enough for you to, cl- exactly. to for you to say so something. And she, she
0: fell in love with a married man. Would she break up a marriage? Because... Like, she has feelings for him kind of deal. Just, like, again, I think she's running with emotions right now. I think she's heartbroken, and she's kind of mistaken what her feelings
2: are. Okay. Thank you for your phone call. 410-583-1065. Uh, Jessica from Dundalk, good morning.
0: Good morning.
2: Do we tell her to go for it or we talk her out of it?
0: Go for it, seriously. Hey. I had a very similar situation where I was in love with a man. He was married at the time, but he was unhappy the whole time. And you know, how did you? Know, wait, how church. did you? Know, how do
2: you know? What was your relationship with him? Because I think the boss thing makes it kind of tricky. We
0: well, we were in a church group together. Actually, um, he came with his wife a couple of times, and I could just tell, like the way they were interacting with each other they never held hands and so and so I mean, when did you just, wait
2: so when were you when did you know that that like that feeling was there for you when did that spark because i think most I mean, people and like this is no offense but like i feel like most people would probably see that situation and be like he's off limits
1: yeah i
0: knew that i would be a better wife for him and why would he waste the rest of his life with And it's been amazing. Like, we have just had an endless honeymoon. Yes, he had children. um, You know, they don't like me, but, um, you know, I I try to just be polite, but, you know, they have blocked me on, like, every social media platform. Um, I'm not on TikTok, but... I'm sure
2: they would block me on that, too. This one feels ickier to me. I think, like, saying something before,
0: and no offense, but like I feel
2: like saying something beforehand is one thing, but, like, damn. But now you guys are together, and you've been together for how long now? 11 years. And everything is kosher. Couldn't be any better.
0: No regrets.
2: Okay. All right. Well, um, all right. Well, thank you. That's a go for it. Thank you for calling us. Yeah. Hey, Jeremy from Edgewater. Good morning. Good morning. Did we tell her to go for it to talk her out of it.
4: Yeah, so I don't
2: think she should do it.
4: Just because if she does and he ends up do saying yes, then what's stopping him from another girl coming out to him, to him and saying, hey, will you be with me? I always had feelings. And then at the end of the day, she's going to get heartbroken.
2: So you're saying if, if his type, if his commitment level is so weak with this other woman that he's just willing to, to like do that any, things, any time, you think he'd do it time and time again? Yeah, I mean, it, if it happens once,
4: it'll do it again. It's
1: just like cheating. If they cheat once, they'll keep cheating. Okay. Yeah, and okay. I mean, hey, we, this was something that we kind of touched on on our Uncensored podcast yesterday of, how you know, are you someone that is always waiting for something better to come along? Mm-hmm. And this could possibly be a sign of that.
2: Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so, it's, it's a good point. I, no one's mentioned it yet, but that's a really good point. Thank you for calling us. All
4: right, you're welcome. Have a good
2: day. You too. 410 583 one zero six five. Hey, Maria in Baltimore. Good morning. Good morning. Do we tell her to go for it, or talk her out of it? I tell her to
4: go for it because she can't break up something that that's there. If if he truly has those same feelings for her, then you know that's what it is. If he, if he doesn't, then you know she'll know. I
3: okay.
1: So you're saying to take a chance no matter what. I mean there's a possibility unless she's just delusional. Yeah. And I would hate to think that if she
4: feels that it was something there at one point.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean let me and, ask a question. Is there such thing in this situation as girl code? Like should oh, no, a woman be Oh no, this being... is this
1: situation if she if she oh, crosses no. the line? She doesn't know her. She no, she doesn't know her. She doesn't. And if she chooses to cross the line, it's completely disrespectful. I I feel. I I just I just don't I think mean, that's a line you should cross. It,
4: I, I do agree to some extent, but if she's known him way longer than her and she felt that it was something there, it was just the job keeping them back.
1: But no, so, but well, if on. it's been there all along then why but why did they wait when he right, right how are you gonna try to finale your I way?
4: And I, I get that. I totally understand what you're saying, but she's looking at it like it's her last shot. Yeah. yeah.
2: Now, listen. I mean, is there anything wrong with her just being honest about her feelings and and not trying to? change anything like not come in and just wreck everything but just to be like hey i, I want to be completely honest with you how i feel yeah. just so that you know and then see where it goes
1: and see what happens yeah i guess right. it's, that's yeah. why i say go for it yeah okay okay at the end of the day he could have those feelings but
2: like
4: i said if he doesn't then she'll know
2: the truth will set you free kind of thing I, okay I can, mm-hmm. I can see that I'm, i see where you're coming from i'm glad you called thank you so much thank you let me uh let me get anonymous back on um an- anonymous um Like, what are you thinking? What are you thinking as of right now?
3: Well, um, I really think that I... I I don't know if I can really make a decision right now, but I know I have to make a decision soon because I I don't think that I can really wait any longer.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I... I agree with you there. I think you need to take some time to think about it. But if you're going to do anything, you can't. You can't <sighs> wait until you know. We can't wait for them to start doing bridal parties. And well, no, 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 no. Yeah, like, like
2: if you're, if, yeah, if you're going to do it, like you'd have to do it now. I yeah. think. The, I think. I think every minute that ticks by it's going to get like a little bit worse, right? Right? Potentially. Yeah. Um, well, have you have you heard this segment before? Do you know how we do this? Uh, no. So, what we always ask is we we just we're super nosy with these situations, so we just kind of want to find out what actually happened with this. I mean, if you say you're going to take the weekend to think about it um if monday if if you've got something going on, you've got a decision made, can you call us back at like eight twenty and give us a update on kind of uh, kind of what you're thinking like do you really want to step in and, and you know share your feelings? Uh, or maybe you'll, you know, you'll you will be talked out of it because of these calls. But would that be cool for, to call us back about eight twenty on Monday? Okay. And and what we say by the way too is like please call us back. Because yeah, because if, if, we, if
1: we don't hear from you, then we're going to assume the worst, and I I hate I hate doing that. I don't want to do that. It's yeah.
2: cringy so much. So just uh, if, if you're cool, can we commit now to eight twenty on Monday? Yeah.
0: And Jess. Mornings on
1: Mix
2: 1065. Yeah, yo, yo. What up? Yeah, let's uh start with our Thursday thing. You ready? Three, two, one. One more sleep. One more sleep.
1: One, one more sleep. One, one more
2: sleep. Yeah. yeah, y'all. Woo-hoo. We can do it, man. We can do it. We'll bust this one out. This time tomorrow. It's Friday. Then boom, you're in the weekend. Amazing. And then it's and then it's
1: Christmas. And then it's Christmas. And then it's 2023.
2: <laughs> and I hope you filed your taxes already for next year. <laughs> yeah it's going fast uh 410-583-1065 six o'clock club text us we want to shout out any person in maryland that's awake right now you may be going to work you could be coming home from work you could be at work in the middle of your shift you may not be working at all i don't know what you're doing but why are you up so early <laughs> text us 410 583 106.5.
1: Veronica, good morning. Lori is here. Our Kinder Care ladies, Karen and Amber. John, the Annapolis locator. Big Energy Lisa in Westminster. Good morning. We have Cheryl, Terrence, Christine. hope dope is here. John the Wheelman. Wild Hurricane Bill from Abingdon. Checking in. Kelly in New Windsor. Clever Kevin. Sharon from Westminster. Good morning. Lou and Glenn Bernie. Anthony from Catonsville is with us. Holly Pop and Big Daddy Brad. Lisa, Linda from Woodbine, and Carol, the shuttle driver. Good morning.
2: Let's file this under things that men will probably never understand.
1: And I'm
2: almost kind of jealous because I don't even know if men have an equivalent to this.
1: That just lights you up from the inside out. Come on.
2: Jess comes in one day out of the month way happier than the other days. And I can always tell what day those are because I look at her fingers And I realized that she has new new nails, nails done. I got my nails done. Get her nails done. Yeah. Um, A
1: fresh set, if you will. But I I feel like getting your nails done sounds more fun. And it
2: literally lights you up.
1: You guys, I have this like little ghost on one of my nails. And he is like a sad and tired ghost. And I just love him. Anytime I look at him, I feel like collectively, the 6 O'Clock Club, we should name him. Oh, like,
2: did you see how cute he is? So, okay, it's 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 one thing. So if you go get your nails done, you enjoy getting your nails done. That's one thing. Jess, like, takes it to the extreme. So I'm scrolling through TikTok <laughs> last night. And literally, Jess had made a TikTok. Mm-hmm. About her nails. Uh, like, about, about the ghost about in her the, nails. <laughs>
1: but the ghost on my nail is, like, uh, going to be a new character in my life. Well, what are you going to name him? I don't know. I need a name. I was thinking about it. And he's just so cute. Like, when I look at him, he's like, yeah,
0: happy Halloween. Okay. <laughs>
1: That's how I feel when I look at them, and I just love it.
2: do men have an equivalent of getting their nails done? I can't think I mean some people get it, their nails you, done. When you
1: get your hair cut, do you feel like no. that? Mm, that's oh. a necessity.
2: I don't I don't think any guy and I could be wrong, but I don't think guys really look forward to getting their hairs cut. We just we just go and we do it. And that's just <laughs>
1: your hair's cut. My hair's
2: cut. <laughs> <laughs> I, I even said it that awkwardly, Only that's what we hair. don't like. <laughs> <laughs> cut the hairs, please. <laughs> Um, I don't know the guys. I don't know if we have like a pampering.
1: Ladies, if you want to see them, they're so cute. Just do it on my Instagram. Like, please go look at them.
2: Please. Maybe we'll come up with a name for your nails. No,
1: my my ghost.
2: Ghost nail. The for one- the
1: next two weeks, my Halloween ghost.
2: Specifically, all right. Now, now, now.
4: These are the top three trending stories in the city.
2: The Baltimore top
4: three, three. with Jess. Oh. Number three.
1: A 60 year old man in Maryland is making national headlines for winning a $25,000 lottery jackpot by playing the numbers from his truck's broken odometer. Douglas Eck from Harford County. Bought an old truck with an odometer stuck at 82,466 miles. So he uses the numbers 82466 to play the lottery every single day. And those numbers came up in last Friday's drawing, scoring the job per resident $25,000. And this is actually his third jackpot, by the way. He won $50,000 from a drawing in 1995 and $100,000 from a scratch-off ticket in 2008. Douglas bought the winning ticket at the Rofo on Joppa Farm
2: Road. I wonder if this dude be willing to talk to us. I always am fascinated by people that win the lottery multiple times. Three especially, times. Especially like, like this. This is so bizarre because like uh, just a broken odometer, it almost doesn't sound real, does it? No, also, it sounds like a movie.
1: Also, if I won some big like that, I don't think I'd ever play again. Personally. Well, look
2: at this dude. Why well, no? Our dude's racking up over here. Number two.
1: Groundbreaking movie star anime Mae Wong will be the first Asian American to be featured on U.S. Currency. Considered the movie industry's first Chinese American star. Wong will appear on a U.S. quarter. She broke into Hollywood during the silent film era in the 1930s and overcame widespread discrimination and fought for the need for less stereotypical roles for Asian Americans on screen. This is now the fifth design from the American Women Quarters program, which highlights pioneering women in their respective fields her quarter will start shipping on monday i kind of
2: like that too i mean obviously i like the story behind it but i also like the fact that we're like switching up or adding people to currency like why is it it. why is it always the same person Mm -hmm. why does it have to be I don't think it really needs to be. Why not spotlight more people that have added such great things to our country, you know? Number one.
1: friend star Matthew Perry revealed that his addiction literally almost killed him. Perry gets candid about his drug use in his upcoming book, Friends, Lovers, and the Big Terrible Thing. And he recently just did an interview with people. And he said he almost died when his colon burst due to opioid abuse four years ago. He spent two weeks in a coma, five months in the hospital, and nine months with a co- costomy bag. Yeah. Is that how I said it? Yes. The doctors told his family that he had a 2% chance to live, and he was put on this machine, the ECMO machine, which basically does all the breathing for your heart and your lungs. And the actor actually was already struggling with alcohol addiction at the age of 24 when he first got cast. And at one point during the series, he was taking 55 Vicodin a day was down 128 pounds, and it was season nine was the only year he was sober all the way through. His new book uh, comes out November 1st.
2: I think he's also a great representation of probably somebody in your life as well, because... On the outside, like, dude looks completely fine. You know, was a Hollywood star, was on the biggest television show mm-hmm. of all time. Yeah. And that's like, and that's like what, what was presented to us, especially back in the day, because we didn't have
1: you didn't know, as much like, access time.
2: to people like yeah. we do now. You yeah. You know, like we see their every move. But back then, we really didn't. Mm-hmm. But behind the scenes, obviously struggling with so many things, but think how many people in real life... Are going through the same exact thing,
1: and basically living a double life that you may not be aware of.
2: they're walking into work every day. They're the life of the party, and then they're going home and dealing with and I think a lot of us may be like that. But I think there's some people that really we may never know, like the struggles behind their lives,
0: mm-hmm.
2: but to always be cognizant that, like, we all do this. in a sense, we all do that. we all we all put forward this smile every day,
1: yeah. And hopefully, hopefully his story helps a lot of people. He's been to rehab 15 different times, Man. and he says that he's in the best place he's ever been. Good. So hopefully he can help a lot of people. Yeah, for sure. This is Jess, and that was your top three. If it
2: wasn't for a day this week back in 1983, you would not be able to call and text every single one of your friends at any possible moment. And I'll prove it to you today in our Throwback Thursday segment. All right. This is... Pretty simplistic. We just look back at the number one songs from previous years in Maryland. And I'll take you to a moment in pop culture history that happened. Today, okay? Uh, the number one song in Maryland back in 2017. It's Cardi B and Bodak Yellow.
1: This might
2: be a dumb question. Is this her first song?
1: Her, her, her big one, yeah. 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 I was like, who is this
2: woman? I love her. Yeah. And then she became everything, the
1: remember? Start, yeah, the start of Cardi. Yep. All right, let's go back
2: seven years before that. Number one song in Maryland and today in 2010, Bruno Mars and Just The Way You Are. I I I picked this one for you, by the way. I
1: love Bruno. You know that's my man.
2: Literally, this dude owned the radio from like 2007 to
1: 2012.
2: Yeah. All right. 2010, the number one song today in Maryland, Mariah Carey and Heartbreaker. Yeah, we, this is like one of those you'd rush home to go watch on MTV, you know? Like Carson Davis, like, hey, tomorrow we got the premiere of that new TRL. heartbreaker video with Jay-Z. You got to make sure you get home from school and watch it. And we're like, okay, Carson, we'll do whatever you say. <laughs> <laughs> Even when Carson now's on the Today Show, I'm like, I'll still do whatever Carson says. He's still my guy. If it wasn't for today, back in 38 years ago, we would have never been able to have cellular phones. It mm. was today, back in 1983, the very first commercial cell phone call was made, okay? take you back. The company was called Ameritech Mobile, and they used that Zach Morris-style phone, like you can all picture it in your head, right? That giant cell phone to place a call, and that was basically it, like From this moment, and I'll actually play you the very first cell phone call ever made. Who do you think it was to? Like who they called? Who did they call? If anybody, they could have called back in 1983.
1: So this is on a commercial?
2: This is the first commercial call like for, you know, people to typically buy. Yeah. It went basically on sale starting today. Who do you think they called to prove like, hey, this is the very first time Americans can call one another?
1: Is it like some athlete it's uh, not no? I was kind
2: of I mean it makes sense. I'm actually kind of glad they did it the way they did. First call ever was to Alexander Graham Bell, who is the inventor of the telephones. It's like fourth removed grandson here it is. Oh. Uh,
4: Mr. Grovner, this is Bob Barnett in Chicago. To you, as you know, this call today is the first uh, this is the first international call that we've made on the cellular system. <laughs> and since your great-grandfather had such a Start of this whole industry, namely Alexander Graham Bell. We just appreciate so much you're taking time out of your busy schedule to be with us today.
2: Yeah, literally called Alexander Graham Bell's um, grandson, great grandson is who it was.
1: That's cute. So
2: obviously, you know, now can you imagine a world without cell phones? It almost seems crazy. Yeah, in a sense. First cell phone. How much did it sell for? Mm. What do you think?
1: Two hundred dollars. <laughs> no.
2: Y'all remember when they used to give us those bags too? Jess, you're probably too young for this, but they used to literally come in bags that you'd have to like carry around with you, almost like a giant purse or thing like camcorder bag. <laughs> yeah, I swear to you, this is real. Very first cell phone cost if you were to buy it back in nineteen eighty three today, four thousand dollars.
1: Four thousand dollars was
2: the equivalent today of about ten thousand oh dollars is what my it would have cost you. This is a question that was asked at the the press conference, because this reporter's like, I mean, what do you think? You think this is actually going to be a thing? What kind of a uh, market do you see, uh, first of all, here in Chicago, and secondly, nationwide?
4: Our immediate market research says that if all things were here today, 100,000 people in Chicago would want this service. (laughs) Uh, We see that growing uh, to 300,000. So in our Ameritech region, the number goes up from there. Nationwide, Probably 3 million customers would want this in the very near future.
2: Yeah, 3 million. Just
1: not not this. that guy being skeptical. <laughs> yeah. Who right. wants this?
2: Is this the scariest real-life ghost story in the state of Maryland? It's figured it out right now. We're in a competition now through Halloween every day. What just deems the Halloween Olympics, basically. Yes. You're calling in with your scariest real-life ghost story. You'll have 60 seconds to give us the story. Your competition is the story from the day before. We heard a story yesterday from...
1: Trisha and Easton. Basically, she went into the attic. And then unlocked something that pretty much was just basically going after everyone in her house, was scratching people, and crazy dolls would show up in her daughter's bedroom to the point where her daughter had to move in with her grandma. It was, it was a mess.
2: Our competitor today is Crystal from Joppa. Hello, Crystal.
1: Hi,
4: good morning.
2: All right. You ready to try it?
4: I think so. I'm, I'm hoping. Okay. <laughs> hoping it can compete.
2: You've got 60 seconds only to tell us this story, and we're going to start the clock in three, two, one, Go.
4: Okay, so a few years ago, um, my husband and I lived with my in-laws, and um, my mother-in-law tragically passed away. Mm. After she did, um, that house just became very intense and dark. Mm. Um, there was a lot of crazy things that happened. I came home one night about midnight. Everybody was sleeping, and um, <clears throat> it sounded like something big and heavy just dropped in the middle of the living room. To the point where it scared my husband so much, he thought somebody was breaking in, and then he blamed it on a mouse. Um, we've caught. Um, we've actually got pictures of faces, oh. but in like behind us. Um, my best friend has had heard knocking in the bathroom. She's been scratched. Mm. TVs have gone off and on. There's been noises out in the woods behind our house, but only when my husband is working overnight. And it's very loud, like terrifying noises. Yeah. Um, we've had just electronics turning off and on. There was a toy that okay, kind that's, of... Okay,
2: that's 60 yeah. seconds.
4: Oof. Sorry. Do, no, do they still live... Miss the good part, too. Do they still live <laughs> in this house? Uh, so my father-in-law does. yes. Yeah. we, still we lives? moved out. He still lives there? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if anything still happens, but we moved out.
2: I feel like I'd be a terrible broadcaster if I didn't say what was the, what was the best part? You can give us that part.
4: So there was an incident where I was walking my daughter, it is a rancher style house. So we had a short hallway from the living room to the bedrooms and I was walking my daughter to, um, put her down for a nap. We stepped over a little circle drum toy. And I distinctly remember it because I remember stepping over it.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: As we get to the doorway, the drum toy has now lifted up and is rolling down the hallway towards us.
2: Ew, what? Wow. Damn, yeah, that is so, the best part. That is the best part. But yeah. <laughs> okay, Jess, we got deliberate. And if you want to add your you know, your opinion on this, text us 410-583-1065. Who's got the scarier story for today? Who's going to continue on tomorrow? You know, Crystal had all mother-in-law died, had the toy stand up and kind of chase that. Now, that's pretty freaky. You got to think about that for well, a second. Well, the
1: faces, you mentioned, too, the faces and photos that are, that are, like, behind you. Yeah. So we had a group photo of, um, we, we
4: do a Friends give us every year. So all of our friends are standing in our living room, standing and sitting in our living room and um we took a group photo and my best friend had noticed there's a face behind the tree damn Ew. and there was nobody there so there and then we caught <laughs> another face like in the corner of the picture so there's faces of people who are not
1: in in our group so uh... we don't really
2: yeah. Why did you just turn just literally just look behind her? Why did you just look behind you like somebody's gonna be behind you? This what the hell is
1: that? I hate doing this every year. I literally it freaks me
2: out. It's a good story. I still think I've got to give it to our woman from yesterday. To Trisha. I think, I think I've gotta give it to Trisha because everything seemed and the, the toy thing got me. Yeah, no, like the, a toy the toy standing thing is scary. up and chasing after you is pretty wild. But the demonic all the demonic stuff with the six 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 and everything happening in the attic to me still a little scarier. Yeah. Do you agree? Yeah. Listen it's it's that, that was crazy. Crystal like admits Crystal,
1: Crystal, it's okay that you didn't win today, but we still have a prize for you, okay?
2: Hang tight. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Here's a great life lesson for you. If you complain hard enough, you will always get your way. <laughs> That's what my evil side wants to tell you. Mm. And I know that you've been wondering how this whole saga was going to turn out with Jess in case you don't know there's a a dark side of me I don't really like
1: I think that's a lie I think you thrive
2: I don't when I walk away in the moment it's like I'm sure how the Hulk feels like when he turns (laughs) to the Hulk and then he like regrets it later doesn't he regret it or something I don't know that's how I feel though like I I look back at the carnage and I'm like what who is that person who
1: am I Yeah. yeah Kramer
2: Karen is my alter ego explain Kramer Karen
1: Kramer Karen comes out whenever Kramer, the person, never gets his way in like any sort of customer service, hospitality situation. And he will do whatever he needs to to get his way.
2: Jess came in with a dilemma last week. Now, Jess is not a, a, a complaining kind of person. You never complain. No, like, I just don't want to deal with it. You just accept... Whatever a company is going to throw your way. Yeah. But Jess has been having problems at her apartment complex.
1: Mm -hmm. I shared with you guys that I've had a really bad fire alarm situation. And it's been going on for quite some time. But the other week, it happened four nights in a row. And one of those nights, the alarm was going on and off from like midnight to three o'clock in the morning. And it was
2: the worst. Jess had enough. She was just going to deal with it. I said, no, no, we will not just deal with this. We will actually handle this. And go straight to the top. So last week, me and actually some of you guys helped Jess craft mm-hmm. the perfect Karen-style email to her apartment complex.
1: Yeah, to their to their corporate hub in Denver, Colorado. I've never felt more confident
2: that the email that you sent— Do you have it pulled up right now? Yeah. Do you have it in front of you? Just maybe a, a few bullet points.
1: Um, My boyfriend and I have both, you know, we both have to be up at 3.30 in the morning. So the whole fire alarm thing was a mess. The issue has gone on for so long that when the fire alarm goes off at the apartment, zero residents zero. exit their units because zero. all of us assume it's a false alarm since this has gone on for far too long without any explanation and or solution. Thanks to you guys, I had to add some comments about, you know, maybe possibly having to reach out to the Department of Health. <laughs> Uh, The fire department, the fire marshal. Kramer told me I should demand six months of free rent, and then I signed myself, I signed my name, and I sent it off.
2: Now, here's the evident, the evidential proof that if you complain hard enough, if you are caring, you will get your way. We did this a week ago. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Did you hear back from the apartment complex?
1: I did hear back from the corporate office. Tell them. Tell them. So, they called me. And wanted me to discuss with them my email and they were, you know, they're like, what's going on? Tell us the situation. And I do the entire spiel. And they're like, oh my gosh, this is unacceptable. We're sorry. You don't deserve this. I can imagine. And by the way, when I was speaking to the person on the phone, guess what happened? The fire alarm no. went off during the conversation. I swear to God that I happened. swear to you, as I'm having this conversation with this person, <laughs> the fire alarm literally went off. And I was like, do you hear that? Do you hear that?
2: Dude, that's bad. Seriously. That's bad. Yeah.
1: So, you know, they, they by the end of it, they were like, we're going to let you know what's going on. And no matter what, we're not sure. When I brought up, you know, the whole, like, rent thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Their thing was like, you know, in our company, we believe in fairness. And so we're not sure if we can guarantee, you know, with one <laughs> resident receiving some sort of this or that. But I, we will definitely mm-hmm. do our best to give you some compensation. And no matter what, you will hear back from us in within 48 hours to give you an update on this fire alarm how situation. Long
2: has, how long has it been? It's been over 48 hours. Oh my, hours. God. Have oh
1: my God. Have I heard from these people? Have I heard from these people? You gotta people? call
2: them back, and you gotta be madder than hell. You got you gotta call him back.
1: Is that gonna do anything? Because absolutely on Josh. the phone, on the phone, they made me feel seen and heard and like that some sort of solution was gonna happen. But were they just did I get Karen by the by Joe, the manager? <laughs> did like, did he just tell me what I wanted to hear to make me think something good was gonna happen? Because I haven't heard from them.
2: Jessica, there's a Rule number two of being a care. Number one is just complain about everything. Rule number two is when your care and chips are down,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you got to go and double. You do not stop yeah. until the resolution has been res- re- re- resolved.
1: Re- resolved? Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's the official rule. So resolve. what do I do? You literally call back and you say, I want a year's worth of rent. Because <laughs> you made, you've made me a promise and that promise has not been upheld. A the year? integrity of your company is now in jeopardy. I mean, I would I would call back and be madder than hell. Let's talk to you guys this morning.
1: Hey, this is Chuck. What's up, Chuck? Hi, Chuck. So, so, when you're like, what do I do or whatever, it's like, so, we talk
4: about being care or whatever, but at the same time, like, I can't tell you how many times when I've been given by a company a, a, a time of something, and so I wait that time, I'm nice, I wait a little longer, and then I call back, and they're like, why didn't you call us back? I mean, why didn't you call us? Like, we... You know what I mean? So, so, as much as they tell you, hey, you know, wait
2: 48 hours or whatever, it's just like, no, you call them. Oh, so you're saying? You're saying, listen, you need. So would you. I
1: get what I would they blame me for not reaching out to them even though they told me that they would contact me in 48 yeah. hours?
2: Damn. Yeah. It's messed up. It's it, messed up. It's bullcrap, but yes, they will. Yeah. Okay. That's actually a really good point. You need to hit them up and say, "Listen, what's Thank up, you, Chuck. Here we are."
4: If just been after 48 hours. I would call them every day. Every okay.
2: day. Every hour. <laughs> every day. I yeah, dude, dude. Listen, I'm 100 percent with you, Chuck. I think that's great advice. Thank, Thank you for you. calling. All right, man. See Take ya. care. Bye, bye. What's up, Jamie? What do you think about all this?
4: Um, I think that she needs to go Karen squared. Karen squared, yes. What is, this is a new term. What is Karen this? Karen squared, and I think you need to say, I have contacted the housing authority, oh, and I yeah. have let them know of the unsafe environment that we are living in. Yeah. yeah. They will be contacting you. And giving you a deadline of 48 hours (laughs) to get it done.
2: Do we actually contact them or do we just threaten to contact them?
4: I mean, you can do both because I'm telling you, I feel like if the housing authority knew about this. Yeah. Yeah. this would be a big deal. This yeah. is not something that you play around with. Thank right? you very
1: much. It's, I, I mean, aside from uh, all playing aside, like this is an issue of safety. It, for it's sure. like not okay.
2: Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred percent. Absolutely.
1: I and I think that you should play the Justin Bieber
4: ghost um, song <laughs> after the after the scary story. <laughs> Okay.
2: <laughs> A lot of recommendations today. A lot lot of recommendations. Lot, lot of <laughs> recommendations. And I, but I like this, them, I like them no, all, honestly. That will, that
1: will happen tomorrow. Yeah, that will happen tomorrow. Fantastic.
2: Thank you for that.
1: Fantastic.
4: Now. 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 These are the top
1: three trending stories in the city.
2: The Baltimore Top Three <laughs> with Jess. <laughs> You think that's obnoxious? You think
1: that's we, is that you know, fine? I just it's it's okay. Can we like I want a sound to where it sounds like a stadium is saying one, more, one sleep. more sleep? Can we make that? Maybe we'll
2: just go over to the bank and just record everybody.
1: Can we? The next can we just game? get everyone we're like, <laughs> hey, before before the before the snap of the ball, Lamar, pause, sir. Can we just get everybody on three, <laughs> two, one? Thank you. Number three. Beginning next year, there will be an NFL game on Black Friday on Amazon Prime. The NFL and Amazon are announcing a newly scheduled black friday game the day after thanksgiving and this will be in addition to the games on thanksgiving day which air on cbs and fox amazon still gets to participate over thanksgiving weekend which as a bonus is also the kickoff to their holiday shopping season the first of its kind nfl black friday game will be on november 23rd of 2023 with an expected kickoff time at 3 p.m
2: Bro, this story's getting me so tripped out think about this Amazon is so powerful.
1: Right? And on their absolute, I'm sure, biggest
2: shopping day of the year, they have basically convinced the NFL yeah, they're like, to, Come on. to give them their own football game. Yeah. Like, if that doesn't show you the power of e-commerce nowadays, mm. y'all better wake up. And I don't think this is going to be the end of it. No. I don't. Because what's going to happen is you're going to go watch this on Amazon. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you throughout the whole entire thing, they're going to be gonna showing give you, you a commercials. Code. They're going to show you commercials. <laughs> they're going to
1: give you a discount code. Yeah. You're yeah. going
2: to be on. It's a it's, it's a genius. It's it's an absolute genius move. A smidge scary if you think about it though, you yeah, know?
1: Yeah. Number two, Netflix reported the addition of 2.41 million net global subscribers, which is more than doubles the ads the company had projected a quarter ago. Netflix also said they will begin to crack down on password sharing next year and announced this week that they will roll out worldwide plans to monetize account sharing early 2023. So Netflix will offer the ability of borrowers to transfer their Netflix profile into their own account or for the people who are sharing the password to manage their devices more easily and to create sub accounts if they still want to continue paying for family and friends.
2: Y'all, there's nothing more guaranteed in life than taxes and Netflix threatening to stop password sharing. This has been a thing now. How
1: long? What? Over a year? Oh, no. Longer? Two? Five. Five, Five years? years. You think this is actually
2: going to happen? I mean, I was reporting this back in California. So at least, at least, two, I mean, yes, a long time ago. Oh. I don't, I honestly don't think they're ever going to be able to figure it out.
1: Now, of how they can, how to regulate. make it work because
2: they've been threatening this forever. So
1: I just don't like fool me once. Shame on me.
2: I, y'all been telling us so long. I think it's more of an open threat.
1: But like, why? To it. Just leave us alone. I you know agree. I Like, let me watch Cobra Kai in peace and let me just use my dad's account. Thank you.
0: Number one.
1: Rihanna has announced a new active wear line called Savage X Fenty. New line will consist of lingerie-inspired details, vibrant colors, and bodysuits all ranging from extra small to 4XL. And the singer told Vogue, I want people to feel sexy and carefree and powerful. And everything is a sport. Being pregnant is a sport, and this line is sexy and functional. So that'll launch November 9th. Also, it looks like we might be getting some new music from Rihanna sooner than we thought. The singer has reportedly recorded two new songs to be included in the upcoming Black Panther Wakanda Forever soundtrack. And that movie hits theaters November 11th.
2: I think that 2023. Mm-hmm. Is gonna. I think that the beginning the part, is, it's just, once the Super Bowl time rolls around...
1: The year of Rihanna.
2: I think we're just, because we're all like, where's Rihanna? I mean, she's been doing the clothing thing, the lingerie thing, but like musically, entertainment-wise, it's mm-hmm. been kind of slow. She's
1: supposed to go on tour, rumors it's circulating. Gonna be, it's just going to be dumb, dumb. I will be in my new Savage Fenty activewear <laughs> watching Black Panther 2 on November 11th. That'll be me. This is Jess, and that was your top three.